0: Seasonal and local supply of flowers and foliage. This podcast is brought to you by slowflowers.com, the free online directory to florists, shops, and studios who design with local, seasonal, and sustainable flowers, and to the farms that grow those blooms. It's the conscious choice for buying and sending flowers. Welcome to the final episode of the Slow Flowers podcast for 2020. As I have done since the beginning of 2014, I'm turning the spotlight focus to our year of slow flowers. Next week on January 6th, I'll bring you the annual report for our 2021 Slow Flowers Floral Insights and Industry Forecast. Last year at this time, we celebrated a successful 2019 with more members, more participation, and more slow flowers blooming in the marketplace. Speaking for myself, there was a definite feeling of anticipation in the air – As we turned the calendar to a new year and a new decade, we felt optimism and creative inspiration. We wanted to celebrate and embrace a progressive climate for local, seasonal, and sustainable flowers in agriculture and design. And we could see on the horizon a floral climate where slow flowers increasingly took center stage. The year kicked off with some exciting opportunities to connect with members, including speaking twice in Oregon, first for the Pacific Northwest Cutflower Growers Meetup in Corvallis, and next at the Good Earth Home, Garden, and Living Show in Eugene. In late February, I returned to the fabulous Northwest Flower and Garden Festival to produce the floral stage for the third year in a row. I welcomed six Slow Flowers members to teach sold-out, hands-on floral design workshops called Blooms and Bubbles. We welcome the beautiful Fleur de Ville floral couture installation with eight of the fashions created by Slow Flowers members who showcase their talents, and Slow Flowers sponsored Melissa Fevier of Terra Bella Flowers for her all-domestic floral gown. I'll share the link for you to see all of this in today's show notes for episode 486 at deborahprinzing.com. Also at the Flower Festival, I joined a panel presentation moderated by fellow podcaster Jennifer Jewell author of the new book, The Earth in Her Hands, Profiles of 75 Extraordinary Women Working in the World of Plants, as one of those profiled. P.S., you can hear that full conversation moderated by Jennifer in episode 443, and I'll also share a link with you. A few weeks later, in mid-March, the reality of the COVID-19 pandemic began to sink in. I was in Vancouver, BC, at Hitomi Gilliam's Trend Summit, and at the time, I had no idea it would be my last in-person opportunity to speak to a floral audience this year. Here we are nine months into it, and we've all been beaten into the acceptance of the new norms required to fight the pandemic, keep ourselves and our others safe from infection, and use our energy and resources to hang on to our livelihoods. In response, we found ways to stay connected this year. I sought and invited you to share your personal stories of resilience for our Slow Flowers podcast and virtual member meetup. Learning how you personally tackled and creatively addressed such huge challenges has been a major source of inspiration to me and others. And similarly, our definition of thriving has greatly changed. Month by month, we forged ahead. We forged ahead through the pandemic, through a racial justice awakening, through the increasing threat of climate change. We looked in the mirror and asked ourselves: are we doing enough? To walk the talk? Are we communicating our values through our actions? We also found and nurtured community in new ways. We spent more time at home than ever before. We reevaluated what's truly important. And in doing so, I believe we have gotten stronger. In late October, I gathered with Karen Thornton, our operations, membership, and events manager. We sat at either end of a huge conference table, and then we were joined via Zoom by Nisha Blancas, our social media manager, and Becky Fiesby, our new Slow Flowers Canada associate, for our 2021 planning retreat. We started the day discussing the year in review you know that exercise was so affirming. It was so valuable to not only itemize the accomplishments I felt were important, but to hear from my colleagues about the highlights that excited them. And we came up with a pretty amazing list. It is essential to stop and take stock in the year that's coming to a close. This year, it's especially important. I'd like to walk you through our list and invite you to join me in celebrating what the entire SoFlowers community has accomplished together. First, the Slow Flowers Summit. The fourth annual Slow Flowers Summit, scheduled for June 28th through 30th, 2020, was skipping right along, on schedule and more ambitious than ever. By March 2020, we had strong ticket sales with registrations exceeding previous years and on track to reach 150 attendees. We had strong sponsor support with more partners joining us than ever. And we had an amazing lineup of floral experiences and education for attendees to enjoy, to enjoy time with each other, immersed in local flowers, and engaging with terrific speakers. Oh, and did I mention our venue? Yes, we pinched ourselves whenever we thought about it. Filoli Historic House and Garden in Woodside, California, outside of San Francisco. Well, as San Francisco, then the rest of the Bay Area, then the entire state of California began to shut down and limit public gatherings, we stayed in close contact with the Filoli leadership to assess our many options. Ultimately, after considering moving the summit to late fall of this year, we made the decision in mid-May to reschedule the entire conference. To the exact same dates for 2021. Last week, I sent out an email to our registrants, members, and followers with a summit update, and I'll share a link to that report in today's show notes if you're interested in seeing it. The top items of note, we are moving forward with the conference into 2021. We know for certain that Filoli is taking the utmost precaution in making it safe for guests to visit their grounds, despite ever-changing policies for public gatherings in their county and state. For the summit specifically, we're shifting plans to have an all outdoors conference, made possible by Filoli's incredible gardens and infrastructure, such as an outdoor meeting space where seating is socially distanced, an outdoor stage, and boosted Wi Fi, among other logistics being attended to, as well as all accommodations for outdoor catering and services. The other big news is that we've invited two additional speakers to join our expanded educational program, rounding out an already amazing lineup of speakers. That means author and speaker Abra Lee of Conquer the Soil and floral designer Max Gill will be part of the program when we all gather June 28th through 30th, 2021. I truly cannot wait. On the topic of member and social media communications, I want to thank the talents of our social media manager, Nisha Blancas of Fetching Social. Our engagement has hit 98 million impressions for Slow Flowers, with a 13 million reach in 2020. One of the most meaningful things Nisha has done, and this requires a serious investment of time, is to find ways to highlight as many members as possible by showcasing your flowers and designs in our social media posts and stories. I am in awe of the attention to detail that Nisha brings to this effort. For example, each month we highlight new and renewing members, usually 40 to 50 of you. And that means Nisha digs deep into your social media feeds and websites to find just the right photograph to represent you and your brand. We just surpassed 30,000 Instagram followers, all organic growth, thanks to the time and attention that Nisha takes to showcase and engage with you. By the way, have you noticed how cool the graphics are looking on Instagram and Facebook stories? It's all Nisha. She's become a Canva pro, elevating the way we're communicating all things Slow Flowers with our members and followers. Thanks to Karen and Nisha's coordination, we're more intentional than ever about consistent and cohesive branding and visuals. And if you're not receiving the Slowflowers monthly newsletter, please check your spam folder and add our sending address to your approved contacts. That would be deborah at slowflowers.com. If you don't see this beautiful and information-packed newsletter each month, you're missing out on all the opportunities to engage as a member next virtual meetups at the end of march i upgraded our zoom account to accommodate longer meetings and a larger group of participants it felt like a desperate act at the time we just had to do something right like you i was in a bit of a fog trying to figure out how to navigate the new covid landscape while running a floral enterprise that zoom tool allowed us to host the first virtual member meetup on friday March 27th with more than 60 of you in attendance we attempted to give everyone a chance to say hello and check in with our community as Karen Nisha and Lisa Wad who helped us with membership for the first half of 2020 and I learned more about virtual meetings and as we heard from you about the state of your floral enterprises we continued to improve and refine those meetings we met weekly as a community each Friday through the end of May We hosted a series of guests from members who shared their strategies for contact-free deliveries and product sourcing to outside experts on wellness and mindfulness. And we dabbled with breakout rooms, which is more manageable for smaller groups to converse and connect. After eight weekly meetups, by the beginning of June, we shifted to monthly sessions. To date, there have been seven monthly meetups attracting more than 350 members. You seem to love our floral design demos and crop-specific topics, as well as our speakers, our giveaways, and the important lifeline to connect with Kindred Spirits. Most of the meetups were recorded, and you can find the playback videos on YouTube, where there have been hundreds of additional views, reaching those who couldn't attend in real time. The virtual meetups will continue into 2021. Our first of the year is scheduled for Friday, January 8th, so stay tuned for more details in the January newsletter and on social media. I hope to see you there. American Flowers Week. American Flowers Week, June 28th to July 4th, took place against the COVID backdrop, but you were not deterred in participating. We showcased five beautiful botanical couture fashion looks for 2020, featuring orchids from Hawaii, peonies from Alaska, local flora from South Dakota, dahlias from Washington State, and annuals from Maine. Florist Review published the photography of these incredible, creative floral stylings in the June issue, and we picked up some local press interested in telling the story of locally grown flowers in their markets. Several of you joined the momentum led by Lisa Wad to use local flowers for public installations in their communities, from Milwaukee and Detroit to Portland, Maine, with the goal of raising awareness, supporting flower farmers, and celebrating beauty at a time when everyone so needed it plans are already underway for 2021 and we have just unveiled our new branding by illustrator janetta gonzalez so check that out and please save the dates i'll have links in our show notes during june 28th to july 4th this coming year we will be celebrating our seventh annual american flowers week campaign you can order your bouquet labels anytime in our slow flowers mercantile shop find the link in today's show notes or visit slowflowerssociety.com to find the mercantile link And you're the first to hear our big American Flowers Week announcement with our media partner, Florist Review. We've agreed to do an editorial takeover of Florist Review's June 2021 issue with me as guest editor. Not only will that issue be devoted to the American Flowers Week botanical couture looks created by our member Farmers and Florists, but we'll have plenty of space to tell more stories about this beautiful slow flowers movement and share them with the magazine's larger floral audience. So stay tuned. Membership. We had excellent growth in Slow Flower Society membership for 2020, truly inspiring and an indication that more flower farmers and floral designers want to align with our mission and values as a way to communicate their brand identity to customers. We began 2020 with just over 600 members and we are wrapping up the year with 813 members. That's 30% growth at an uncertain time. I'm truly humbled. I'm grateful to both Lisa Wadd and Karen Thornton, who have invested quite a bit of time in building our member database and outreach programs. It sounds like a minor win, but I find it so incredibly valuable to use one dashboard to find out about each of you, where you're located, how long you've been a member, and much more. In June, after the nation witnessed the senseless murder of George Floyd, and after feeling so many other waves of sorrow, grief, and shock about unaddressed racial injustice, I was moved to take personal action. On behalf of Slow Flower Society, I donated $5,000 to the Equal Justice Initiative, a nonprofit that fights for law enforcement reform and improvements to the legal system on behalf of underrepresented persons. I called on our members to take their own steps to fight racism while also fighting for inclusivity, representation, and equity in our profession. And so many of you shared your actions and steps. We launched the Professional Development Fund for Black Farmers and Florists to join the Slow Flower Society. And in doing so, we've used those funds to sponsor six new members to join. It's a start and one we hope to continue in the future until the Slow Flower Society looks more like the communities we live and work in. Thank you to those who joined this effort. I also want to take note of the fact that while membership is growing, there is a significant group of you whose membership in Slow Flowers has lapsed or expired. Many times this has to do with an expired credit card, and you don't even know about it. In early fall, we kicked off a We Want You Back campaign, urging members to return and renew, and we offered you an incredible promo code to use in doing so. That promo code expires on December 31st, and if you're one who hasn't taken advantage of our Welcome Back campaign, Now is the time to do it. Check the link in today's show notes under membership before it's too late. By the way, the link I mentioned is worth checking out to see all the member benefits. You may not be taking advantage of them all, and those are missed opportunities. And a final note, after holding membership subscriptions level since Slow Flower's launch in 2014 with no increases, we are announcing new rates for new members who join beginning 2021. For existing members, those rates won't take effect until your annual renewal. The new rates will be $99 for standard annual membership and $249 for premium annual membership. We also conducted our annual member survey. It was a year of ambition, to be sure. If you took our 2021 member survey, you'll know to what I refer. More than 200 of you took the survey during the month of October, and that was triple our previous year's engagement. We learned so much about you, and I've been posting the insights category by category as a series, which you can read at slowflowersjournal.com. Of note, 74% of you rate the value of your Slow Flowers membership as high or very high. I'm so grateful for your support. There's definitely an opportunity to grow that percentage and to demonstrate to you the value of your membership investment. I believe that the more you engage, the more value you enjoy. So please put in the time and effort to participate in the many opportunities and programs we offer. As a thank you for your participation in the survey, we sent out a cute Slow Flowers Society etched bookmark. We put everyone's name in a random drawing for a free registration to the 2021 Slow Flowers Summit at Filoli in Woodside, California. Congratulations to Amy Stoker of Lucky Bee Cut Flowers in Longmont, Colorado for winning that full registration, valued at $599. See you there in June, Amy. Operations. Slow Flowers is growing up as an organization and that is reflected in the programs and systems we have in place to run things more smoothly and improve our responsiveness to you. With a COVID scale back of Karen Thornton's consulting for her corporate event clients. We took advantage of her talents and time to bring her on board as our operations and membership manager on top of the event management she's handled since 2018. Thank you, Karen. You have improved and streamlined so many processes, moved us to Google for business, taken the lead on finance and budget management, and run so many behind-the-scenes details that the list is too large to share here. Our team also includes Nisha Blancas of Fetching Social, whose responsibilities have expanded to include management of our Facebook community. And we've added Becky Feesby, as I mentioned, of Prairie Girl Flowers in Calgary, Alberta, to manage our growing Slow Flowers Canada membership. Wow, also cool, right? Well, one of the cool things Karen has built is our online Slow Flowers Mercantile store. It began as a place where you could purchase signed copies of my three most recent books and... And it's expanded to include American Flowers Week bouquet labels, Slow Flower Society items, including plant tags, a bookmark, and blank journal, and some special artwork from friends of Slow Flowers. We hope to grow the shop to feature our favorite makers and vendors as we move into 2021. Publications and education. 2020 witnessed the expansion of my teaching and publishing, all designed to encourage, support, and showcase the amazing people involved as Slowflowers members. In June, we celebrated the publication of Slowflowers Journal, Volume 1 which is a compilation of the best Slow Flowers Journal articles, features, and profiles that appeared in Florist Review from 2017 to 2019. 128 pages are filled with the talents of more than 80 Slow Flowers growers, farmer florists, and floral designers. And we can't wait for you to see and read what's inside. Thank you to Florist Review and Wildflower Media for publishing this lovely book. And thank you to the amazing team, including creative director Robin Avni and book designer Jenny Diaz. This project was so rewarding and demonstrates a tangible opportunity to share stories of our Slow Flowers community. So I'm here to announce that Robin Avni and I have formed a joint venture to develop more books to continue the mission of Slow Flowers. Our project is called Bloom Imprint, and it serves as the publishing arm of Slow Flowers Society. We have five books in development, and we hope to announce those titles and authors in early 2021. Some of you already may have seen our call for submissions for our first book, Where We Bloom, which I will be writing, and it will showcase more than 30 Slow Flowers members and their studios, workshops, greenhouses, and flower stands. That book will be published in March 2021, and you'll be able to pre-order it very soon. And to support everyone from aspiring writers to floral professionals who desire to improve their own content through the written word, I launched the first Slow Flowers Creative Workshop, Floral Storytelling, as an online course in early November. 60 of you registered for the online course and spent the month of November working through the modules, lessons, and worksheets at your own pace. A highlight for me... The weekly office hour sessions, of course via Zoom, when students and I met to discuss writing challenges and achievements. Thank you to all who participated. The next session of Slow Flowers Creative Workshops begins January 6th, and I've created a coupon code for Slow Flowers members to enjoy $100 off the $297 registration. If you're not a member, I have a $50 off coupon for you, so take advantage of those benefits and join in. I'll share a link. To the course in today's show notes, where you'll also see some of the rave reviews from past students. And speaking of online courses, I want to share details about a new free course, my year-end gift to you. The course is called Taking Stock and Looking Ahead, How to Write a Year in Review and Future Forecast for Your Brand. For the past seven years, I have turned the calendar page to the new year by first revisiting the one coming to a close. This ritual has become my regular year in review practice as I take stock of what's happened in the prior 12 months, how my efforts supported my mission and the relationships I developed along the way. This exercise then becomes a springboard for my second ritual of the season, writing the Slow Flowers Floral Insights and Industry Forecast Report. So the free online course that I wanna share with you covers my process and methods for both of these valuable tools. After you take this mini course, you'll have the building blocks to write your own year in review and floral forecast. Once you've completed the course, you'll have two new narratives that you can use for blog posts, newsletter articles, and other content to support your brand. By reflecting on highlights of the past year, you can learn so much about your true priorities, passion, purpose, and I hope what's most profitable in terms of trading your time for income. Whether it's for personal or professional reasons, as this year comes to a close, I encourage you to take time to write a creative year in review. When you do this, a narrative emerges, one that can guide your insights for next year's floral forecast for your business. You're hearing my year in review right now, and I encourage you to sign up for the free course so you can write your own year in review. And next week, we'll talk about what's in store for 2021. I don't have a crystal ball, but I do have a process and method for assessing the cultural shifts that help me forecast floral themes and topics we'll experience in the year to come. I look forward to sharing those with you. And you can find the link and the promo codes in today's show notes at tepraprincing.com. As we close, I want to thank all of the sponsors and partners who have so generously supported the work of the Slow Flowers Society. Our major sponsors for 2020 include Johnny's Selected Seeds, Longfield Gardens, Rooted Farmers, ASCFG, that's the Association of Specialty Cut Flower Growers, and the Seattle Wholesale Growers Market. Our program sponsors include Syndicate Sales, Mayesh Wholesale Flowers, Scenic Place Peonies, and The Gardener's Workshop. The Slow Flowers Podcast has been downloaded more than 673,000 times by listeners like you. Thank you for listening, commenting, and sharing. It means so much. As our movement gains more supporters and more passionate participants who believe in the importance of our domestic cut flower industry, the momentum is contagious. I know you feel it too. 2020 has been a challenging year for all of us. And we have continued to deliver fresh, original content to you through the Slow Flowers podcast week in and week out, actually since 2013. Not counting all of the time invested in developing the topics, guests, and content, we invest more than $10,000 annually to bring you this award-winning internet radio program. Your financial support can ensure that we continue into 2021. If every listener contributes just $2, those funds would add up quickly to cover our out-of-pocket costs to record, edit, host, and promote the Slow Flowers podcast. Would you consider making a year-end donation? I value your support and invite you to show your thanks to support Slow Flowers' ongoing advocacy, education, and outreach activities. You can find the donate button in the column to the right at deboraprinsing.com. I'm Debra Prinzing, host and producer of the Slow Flowers Podcast. Next week, you're invited to join me in putting more slow flowers on the table, one vase at a time. And if you like what you hear, please consider logging on to iTunes and posting a listener review. The content and opinions expressed here are either mine alone or those of my guests alone, independent of any podcast sponsor or other person, company, or organization. The Slow Flowers podcast is engineered and edited by Andrew Brenlin. Learn more about his work at soundbodymovement.com.